0: Is the Junk Monk podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hardhats.
1: And I'm Noah, your co-host, who you know from right now.
0: If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are picking up where the Drunk Monk Podcast left off, hosted by Keiko Agena and Will S. Choi. I was a big fan of their podcast and was really excited to see that they stopped their show, so I decided to pick it up and I managed to find me a co-host.
1: Okay, Will and Keiko did their show a little drunk. And so we're going to do our show with the little junk. I've got my junk food here, which
0: is some candy. It's Pez. Oh, people, everybody knows what Pez is. Um, we don't actually have a Pez dispenser, so we just have him sitting at Little That's Monk's so feet. Sad. And Little Monk is dispensing your Pez. Yeah, exactly. And I have some pumpkin spice flavored yogurt covered pretzels. And it's March, so don't ask how old these are. Ew. Also, you must know, I have seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan. started watching in about 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired.
1: I've seen the pilot episode and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different
0: seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. Okay, so this is actually going to be our season four wrap-up. Very excited to get started. As you know, we have reviewed... And rated 16 episodes, all 16 episodes of season four. Mm -hmm. But we've also learned some more about Monk and got a little bit more into the Monk verse. So what we're going to do this episode is we're going to put a spin on each of our segments. And of course, we're going to end it with a countdown. Yeah. So. So let's get started. Let's start with Monk catchphrases. Let's do that. Okay. It's season four. We honestly, we don't have any new catchphrases per se. But there is one episode, Mr. Monk and Little Monk, where we learn where he gets all of his catchphrases from. Yeah. Right? We see him say, unless I'm wrong, which, you know, I'm not. Right? These are yes. all said by Little Monk. If you just imagine him saying it, it's so cute. We see it's a gift and a curse. Do you remember where he got that one from? His mother? Oh, the lunch lady. Yes, I remember that. So the lunch lady says it and he repeats it. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any that you have? Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. And you're the guy, or he's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he says you're the guy to Leo. hmm So that's cute. And then you also have You'll Thank Me Later, which that's the one he gets from his mom. Yes. And then the last one would be that he solved the case. So he has a little Here's What Happened, Yeah. which, you know, he has the simultaneous Here's What Happened with his older self in the future. So yeah. So that's pretty cool. So, yeah, so those... Those are the only catchphrases that we have. Again, it's season four, so it's not like he has a bunch of new things that he says. But we do see the origin of his, you know, his little catchphrases and stuff. Yeah. So that's
1: kind of cool. Mm-hmm. All right, next we have relationships between Monk and his friends, mm-hmm. and Trudy. So family members. What are some relationships?
0: Okay, well, actually, I'm going to start with one that really doesn't have anything to do with Monk. Yeah. We've got the captain's marriage. We see the captain's marriage actually end in the season. Uh-huh. So, I mean, we're assuming... Well, we know, actually, in the pilot episode, I don't know if you remember this. I know you've seen it, but it's been a very long time, and it's a very, you know, minute detail, I guess, yeah. would be that when we're introduced to the captain, <clears throat> Monk walks up to him, and he mentions, oh, you and Karen have been having problems, and he's like, what? What are you talking about? You know, this is when he was grumpy Staldermeyer." Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, you've obviously been staying at the Ramada. You have, like, a cup that says the Ramada in, Your collar is unadjusted, and you missed a spot shaving or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, Karen would never let you leave the house like that. So, if you take that clue from the pilot episode and flash forward to four seasons later, yeah. it's kind of like... Wow, you know? Like, mm-hmm. four seasons of foreshadowing right there.
1: <laughs> yeah. We also have another relationship being Monk and his dad. We learn a little bit more about that. With the, his dad coming back, and obviously we don't see him. But Ambrose and Monk kind of blame themselves for him leaving. Ambrose has everything intact from the day that his father left.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. His entire study.
1: And there's definitely some sealed-up anger there.
0: Oh, yeah. That scene... That scene was rough whenever, I think it was, their dad was late. He was supposed to be there at exactly 8 o'clock. And it was, like, getting to be, like, 30, 45 minutes after that. Yeah. And Ambrose freaks out, starts throwing the candy. And Adrian gets up and he starts taking all the stuff from his dad's study, putting in trash bags. Mm -hmm. And then the only reason he stops is because he gets the call from Stottlemyre and they solve the case. Yeah. But other than that, it's, like, him and Ambrose have, like, besides the uh all the stuff that we see in Little Monk, right? We see other things where like they are in pictures and they're standing, you know, two feet apart, they yeah. don't touch each other. There's absolutely no affection mm-hmm. from either, you know, of their parents and then obviously his dad left. Yes. And so yep, that's that's yep. him and Ambrose. And then the last one is actually going to be that we had our first full season with Natalie. Yeah. That's pretty cool. She's
1: Still settling in, and a lot of the episodes here are about the trust between those two partners, and yeah, it's really nice to see that building, and them connecting,
0: Yep, make some really interesting episodes. Yep, that's true. Um, Yeah, we see, I I feel like we kind of see Natalie start to become more of like a caretaker, and while Natalie doesn't go like full nurse, like Sharona, obviously, Sharona was a nurse, and was hired to be Monk's nurse, so she has that caretaker like a health physician, you know, like yeah, that kind of sort of persona Yeah, when it comes to Monk. But by the end of the season, we start to see her settle more into her own as as a role of an assistant, more so than a nurse or someone who, yeah. you know, has taken him out of a, a deep hole kind of like Sharona had. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of cool because it kind of makes you feel like Monk is more normal. I feel like they took this opportunity to kind of push Monk's character forward mm-hmm. instead of, you know, like being, which I think we saw this in the bonus, some of the bonus content we watched for this episode, or yes. for, this, yeah. for this season, for the season. Um, where they said, you know, we kind of had to decide if we were going to make Monk lapse back or go forward. Mm-hmm. With Natalie, you know, after Sharona leaves, is he going to revert, you know, take a dip like he did when Trudy died? Or is he going to—are we going to see that Monk is okay? Mm-hmm. And that he—yes, he's going to he's gonna grieve over Sharona just a little bit. But then Natalie taking over yeah. um, and pushing that—pushing his story forward like Some that. Some good
1: change for him.
0: Yeah. And then as far as Natalie's persona, again, actually goes— um, In the end of season three, when she hops on here, right, she's more of a tough girl persona. And I feel like um, I I don't think Noah has really seen that much of her acting that way. Mm -hmm. Um, If you maybe remember, like, when he gets stuck in traffic. Yes. Where you had a comment where you said, you know, like, what's wrong with Natalie? She's kind of acting weird. And yeah, I'll, and I took note of that because I was like exactly, she's they change her character. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, kind of mean to Monk about like, "Oh, it's got to be a two-way street." And yeah. Yeah, all this kind yeah. of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So they kind of they kind of settle her into more of the role where it's like, mm-hmm. "Yes, it is a two-way street, but also Mr. Monk can only help you to a certain extent, but when it really, really counts, he will be there for you." So, yeah. yeah.
1: Like in the episode Mr. Monk stays in bed. Yeah. He really steps up. That's why I really like that episode. Yeah. 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 So. I
0: think that's good. With
1: a Next on here liturgies. is what happened. Trudy's case. What do we learn Ooh. about Trudy's case? Guinness.
0: Okay. So, got to be honest here. In a lot of... I feel like in some seasons, I'm, and I really don't remember the ones going forward, but I feel like... They take such a long span of time where they don't even discuss, like, anything with her case or move that story forward at all, honestly. But in Mr. and Mrs. Monk, we... At least we kind of see another possible motive for her death, right? For her Mm -hmm. murder. Because, yes, we already know she's been a journalist. But the fact that they took that storyline and kind of said, hey, look, this is something that could have happened. Now, we... We essentially know that she is dead. She is not out there in hiding somewhere. Yeah. But it still kind of gives you an idea of like, oh, she could have written a story about somebody and they could have murdered her because of that. Yes. So again, it's it all obviously turned out to be fake, mm-hmm. but it kind of gives you like some insight to maybe possibly what could have happened to her.
1: Yeah. And then we also learn a bunch of little stuff about Trudy, like Monk keeping the unopened present from Trudy, mm-hmm. as well as... Monk always going to the place where they had their honeymoon, the wine. Oh, yeah, that was... In uh, the wine episode. Yep, yep, that's true. So we have a bunch of little things like that as well. Um, And she's allergic to fish.
0: Yep, that's true, yeah.
1: Monk, in one of the episodes, bumps his head. Mr. Monk bumps his Mm -hmm. head. They almost find the six-finger man. Yeah. Or not almost, because... Again, it was fake. It's a fake lead. Yeah. They're trying to kind of push off that but also not seem like they're pushing it off. Yes.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Then that's what I was that's basically what I was saying. Yeah. Like they it's like they try their hardest to not advance the story too much to where you're like, "Oh, like <laughs> Monk has yeah. to continue and he has to continue to have all of these quirks and all these things because he can't have that closure yet." Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Exactly. Very good points. Um, so what do we learn or how does Monk kind of progress in getting back his badge.
0: Well, that's kind of another instance where they, again, they push it off and they push it off and they push it off. So in season four, I honestly, I don't remember anywhere where they talk about him getting his badge back, you know, maybe offhanded comments about it, but not like, In the other seasons where it's like someone promises that they will testify for him. Or someone promises they will help him get his badge back. I don't remember any of that. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. But we do see a little little win for Monk in the episode of... I want to say, is it the big reward? I think so. Because at the end, they're on a it's the one where they're on a uh, hiring freeze. Mm-hmm. I think it's that one where he, at the beginning he can't afford his groceries <clears throat> and then there ends up being the diamond and they can't afford, you know, yeah. whatever. So anyway, so that at the end of the episode, Captain Stoudemire makes a reference to Monk being put on retainer at the San Francisco Police Department. And he says that they give them 16 cases per year for the next two years which, like we said before, is a nod to them getting renewed for, for two more seasons, yeah. 16 episodes each, right? Yeah. So it's a silver lining for us as the viewers, obviously, because we get two more seasons of Monk. Yeah. And then for him as well, him and Natalie are going to at least get 16 cases a year, mm-hmm. which, when you think about it, it's kind of like uh, 16 like sixteen cases. Like, that's uh But we know that they're... He solves them in, like, a day. Yeah. <laughs> we know that they're having... Cases off screen. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so we had no no Mr. Monk in the badge, but Mr. Monk in the retainer. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. So, are you ready to uh, go on to our next segment? Yes. Okay, so instead of doing our what did you like and what did you not like, we're going to do what did you think that one of the biggest lows this season was? Noah?
1: Obviously. One of the biggest lows this season was The Office, not the TV show. The the episode, um, Mr. Monk Goes to the Office, is that what it's called? Yep. Mr. Monk Goes to the Office, where Monk is having a great time, but it's his little quirks that doesn't let him fit in, Mm Mhm. and it's really sad, and he can't put on the bowling shoes, Yep. and so that's one of the—that's, in my opinion, one of the, the lowest of lows.
0: Yeah, for months. He also says detectives are lonely.
1: Yeah, that's really sad. Really
0: sad. When he figures it out that the couple's dating and they're say, they say, "Oh, you should be a detective," and he's like, "No, no, no, no. Detectives, they're they're really lonely. Mm-hmm. That's really sad." Yeah. So yeah, I definitely would agree. One of the lows. Um, oh, also the the note cards. You loved the note cards. I loved. Yeah, I. I Well, (laughs) I love them because they're funny, but they're also
1: really sad. When Mm -hmm. you think about it, it's like, oh, no social interaction for Monk.
0: So our next low is going to be Mr. Monk Goes Home Again, right? Which we kind of talked about a little bit in the relationships with his father and his brother. Mm -hmm. But the deep-seated anger, obviously, towards his father, the fact that they miss his dad coming home in the end. Yes. That seems to really crush Adrian in a way where it's it's kind of I thought it was actually kind of interesting. I never really mentioned this before, but I feel like it was kind of interesting that Monk was so crushed by it and Ambrose was com- comforting him mm-hmm. about it if that makes sense. And, and I'm assuming maybe you can maybe chime in on this, but do you think that might have been because Ambrose had faith that he would come back oh, and yeah. like knew like like oh he'll be back and monk was surprised by it and like, oh my gosh. We did miss him. I don't know. I don't really know how to explain why Monk cared so much. I guess because he really does want to know where he is or something. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's like one of those things where you're like, I don't need my dad. I don't care. And then you're like, but I missed him. Yeah. I guess. And it's also, I feel like him with Trudy as well.
1: It's one of those cases that he could never solve those two cases or not cases. Those two mysteries. That were most important to him.
0: Yeah. Which, to be fair, he doesn't look for his dad. Yeah. But the fact that he blames himself and Ambrose blames himself mm-hmm. for his dad leaving, it's like they really don't know the reason that their dad left. And so they just blame themselves. Yeah. So that's pretty sad. And then also, like, you have that part of the episode, but then you also have Ambrose almost dying. Yes. Like, that was, again, that, that scene gets me every time they're in that yes. ambulance and they're crying and Natalie's crying because Natalie mm-hmm. has bonded with him. She said maybe to a date with Ambrose, yes. you know. I know this isn't yeah. about Natalie, but it's like they're all three crying that he's going to die in the in the mm-hmm. ambulance. So da- that definitely is a low. Like, definitely. yeah, th- That deserves the number two spot for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, the number one spot would probably... B. Mr. Monk and Mrs. Monk, where Monk sees Trudy on the street and just completely breaks down. Yeah. He's super like depressed and twitches out and starts touching all the light poles around him. He's in this phase of denial where he just can't think. Doctor Kroger comes over, try to co- tries to comfort him, and he like helps him drink a glass of water. Yeah, golly. It's really sad. way Kroger were so good in that. Yeah.
0: Oh, and then Trudy dies in his arms. I think. Oh, yes. That's also really sad. That's, oh my gosh. The yeah. woman who looks just like her is dying in her, and then she, with her dying breath, she's like, You love her. I'll tell her.
1: Mm-hmm. Gosh. Gosh. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah.
0: That is rough. <sighs> I mean, that's, I mean, how is that not the number one spot easy? And of course, yeah, of course, right, lowest, going back to it, of course they start the episode by Monk saying, I think I can finally be yeah. happy. And you're like, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. really happening right now? Yeah. And so, yeah, again, it was that was one of those forced kind of storylines, like, okay. But exactly, they made him fall even further. Yeah. Ugh. Man. Yeah. Definitely number one. Um, And
1: then, other than those three low lowest of lows, we have the three highest of highs. So what would you
0: think... The third highest of high would be. Okay, so this one's kind of interesting because this is Mr. Monk bumps his head where he does have a pretty low moment in it where he realizes when he forgets everything, right? He forgets what his name is, who he is. Whenever he says that he doesn't like himself, mm-hmm. and you're kind of like, oh, geez. Dr. Kroger said that he's probably meeting himself for the first time, which he does. Mm-hmm. And so he discovers he doesn't like himself of how twitchy and everything is. But the high point would definitely be that he realizes that he loves detection, detecting things. He likes, be- you know, he doesn't know that he is a detective. So yeah. he, doesn't, he, he doesn't necessarily love being a detective, but he loves that he can do that. And that's Mm -hmm. what Phil's, he said, everything just started clicking, clicking, clicking. When I was on that crime scene, when I was at that crime scene, everything was just clicking. And that's when his memory even starts coming back because he's putting himself in these high situations where he's like, all right, let's call the captain. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, there's Monk. And so he's starting to feel, you know, he's starting to come back into it because of how comfortable he feels doing that
1: yeah he's so. finding his passion again and yeah. his rhythm yeah yeah and so now we're on number two mm-hmm. um i think this was like number one like barely as no not barely yeah because number one is just too good yeah number one is just too good but number two is also amazing it's mr it's- monk stays in mm-hmm. bed and mr monk is super sick and he basically overcomes all of his like phobias and sickness He's also been neglecting kind of Natalie the whole time. But at the very end, he comes in and saves the day. Natalie's being like, uh, tackled? Not really tackled. Natalie's being...
0: She's being held at knife point.
1: Yeah, she's being held at knife point. And Monk swoops in, tackles the guy that was holding her to knife point, the super creepy delivery guy. And boom, right into a paper stack so he didn't really get hurt. Yeah. But man, he flew. Super monk. He flew. He
0: was super monk. But yeah, number one is the best, which is the standoff. Standoff. Okay, the standoff with the astronaut fighter jet, of course. Yep. When the astronaut is going to take the doll into the sky and he's gonna drop it out of uh-huh. the chute. And then Monk and Natalie, of course, you know, are standing up to him, chasing him down. And then oh I guess I should preface with this is this is also a very low point. In the season where Monk, you see him in Kroger's office, he's admitting how intimidated he is by any man that's, you know, a real man like Mm -hmm. the astronaut. And we see him in the confrontation with the astronaut where he says, you're a flincher, you're a flincher. Mm -hmm. And he says all this, you know, basically crap talk to him. Yeah. And then at the end... He runs in front of his jet when he's trying to take off to get rid of the evidence. Doesn't and he stands flinch. right in front of this fighter jet with this little tippy-tip nose mm-hmm. right in his face. And he doesn't flinch. Yeah. At all. It's a huge one just just for bit. him. But just a at all. <laughs> and then he, and then, oh, and then all the guys are drawing their guns. They have the lasers oh, pointed yeah. at him. They're like, and stand he, And he doesn't freak out and everything. Oh, it's so good. Stand it's off. so Number good. one, highest
1: of high. Yeah. So, our next segment would be, he's the guy. Okay, so basically how he's the guy is going to work, usually we point out in our episodes who was a cameo guest star that we recognize, And instead, this is the season four wrap-up, we will be telling you our favorite guest stars and our honorable mention. Yeah. So, Candace, who was your favorite guest star and honorable mention?
0: Okay, I'll start with my honorable mention, and it's got to be Laurie Metcalf in Mr. Monk Bumps His Head. That's a good one. <laughs> she good one. is, yikes, like, that's like the word, like, yikes, yeesh um ew mm-hmm. <laughs> like all of the onomatopoeias you can think yeah. of they all describe Laurie Metcalf's performance as Cora. It's so good. Like who who doesn't want some Cora kisses right now? Yeah. <laughs> like every time you watch that you're just like ooh ooh ooh. Yeah.
1: Okay, so my honorable mention would be Eric Allen Kramer who is Bob Duncan in Good Luck Charlie, but he's also the I I don't think we know his name. But he is in Mr. Munkin' the Astronaut, the neighbor across the street from... Mm-hmm. The dead the, girl. The dead girl, yeah. So, Bob Duncan. He actually has good lines. What's his line? Oh, the astronaut says to him, of course you can come to uh, the launch party or whatever. And he's like, of course you can come. You are a taxpayer, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sales tax. <laughs> so, yeah, he has a really like, funny <laughs> line,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good for a very minor guest yeah. star it's pretty funny yeah okay so my favorite guest star of course I I mean hopefully you guys count this as a guest star but John taturo yeah and Mr. Monk goes home again I don't care I'm counting it because he's amazing he's so and mad. every time he's on the screen I just get all kinds of giddy and I love it I can't what was his good scene this time probably when he gets angry when he throws the candy is pretty intense. He's talking about his Nismu and Wars. That's sad. Mm -hmm. Whenever he keeps correcting everybody about Frankenstein's monster. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, his really, really sweet scene with Natalie where he gets his maybe from her. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about was when they go into the attic. He asks Adrian oh, yeah, if, he if liked, he's dating yeah, if he Natalie, and then Natalie. he's like, what? No, 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 no. And he's like, what? You two are both single. She's a widow. You're a widower. Like, it just makes sense. And he's like, no, no, no. And he's like, okay, so can I ask her out? And Like, it's, uh, oh, my gosh. That's, that's also a it. really great scene. Mm-hmm. We didn't mention that last time. So, yep, that's my favorite guest star, John Turturro, Emmy winner for Monk. That's it.
1: Number one, my favorite guest star would have to be Jason Alexander from Seinfeld, Because of just how funny he is. That's
0: your number one? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Marty Eels. Marty Eels. He is pretty good. Okay, so our next.
1: Junk time. time. My favorite segment. I know, this is really fun. Junk time. Junk time.
0: So I'm going to start off with. A little quick um, social media, not update. It's actually a wrap-up. It's I'm, I'm staying true to our little wrap-up here. So if you don't know, if you don't follow us on Instagram already, we're on Instagram, Podcast. Don't forget it. And so every Thursday I do a Here's a Thing Thursday where I take these questions from junk time and I ask our loyal and faithful Instagram audience to chime in on the question that I ask, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, we've got, what's your favorite junk food, right? Every person that answered that question said pizza. So, that oh, was, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that, I thought that was interesting. Um, we had a week where I asked, do you understand art? Like, do you get art, right? Right. That was in Mr. Monk and Little Monk, where they go to the art restoration guy, and 56% of you said, of course, but 44% said, not really, which, (laughs) that's me. That's a big, hard, hard pass on that one. I'm an of course kind of guy. I don't get abstract, but, you know, art. It's fun to look at. I like to go to art museums. Yeah. But my comment when I go to art museums is, I could do that. (laughs) Yeah. That's four squares. When when people, exactly, when people drew this really fantastic line with a circle, and I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, yep, I could do that. Okay, so we've got our, here's the thing Thursday from the fashion show. If you were Julie, would you do the fashion show? 53% said yes. If you were Natalie, would you, would you let Julie do the fashion show? 62% said no. No. Actually, absolutely not. If you were Julie, would you have run away to be in the fashion show? 67% said, yeah. Uh. If you were Natalie, would you interrupt the fashion show and pull Julie off stage? 64% said, yes.
1: Well done. With three
0: exclamation marks. What would you do with a million dollars, like Mr. Monk and their reward? Uh, We had... One person said, travel abroad. We had someone else say, invest. That's what my answer was. Yeah. We had one person said say, I'll meet Tony. <laughs> That's awesome. And then our favorite answer, of course, was from Michael Clayton on Facebook, mm-hmm. who said, I would pay to get a guest spot on your podcast. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, favorite answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was funny. And then... Let's see, uh, one of our last ones was, what did you want to be when you were growing up? Mm-hmm. We had a veterinarian, and we also had a lawyer. So, that was pretty they fancy. They wanted to That's be a what veterinarian they, yeah, and lawyer. exactly. Uh, I, I wanted to be a veterinarian until I realized that I Gross. don't like sick animals. Not I don't like sick animals. I don't. They're sad. They're way, yeah. way, way too sad. So, then I wanted to be, like, a zoologist for a long time, so. Yeah. We also had, do you think that... Karen and the captain were a good couple. And a lot of people said that they were a good couple uh, because they were faithful, but very incompatible. Which is, I I think, mm, most people, yeah. Pretty much everybody said they were a good couple, but very incompatible. So that makes sense. And then our very last... One that I'm going to do is what would you get Monk for Secret Santa? I love this question mm-hmm. so much. We have cleaning supplies and Sierra Springs bottled water. We have someone said a beautiful rock, which makes sense because I did that was I thought that was a really sweet one because he loves uh like he gets Benji a rock polishing kit one time. it mm-hmm. so was very cute. Uh sanitizer times 100. <laughs> either a personalized case for his clarinet. Or maybe if it exists, a kit especially for cleaning the clarinet. Also very clever. Yeah. We have a personalized wipe container. That's smart. That would be nice. That would be really nice. A case of wipes. And then we have 10 cases of Sierra Springs, Windex wipes, and a shirt inspected by number 8. That one's good. That is really good. Yeah. Okay, so I think that was it. That was it. Dang. Yep how crazy was
1: monk this season how crazy well this is kind of like our here's what happened in which it's not how crazy was monk this episode it's how crazy was monk this season so instead of you know rating the season we are going to go through monk's phobias monk's eccentricities and his top crazy moments this season
0: all right so let's get started so we've got weddings Yes. Right. Now, is it necessarily a phobia? I don't know, but when Natalie asks him to go with her, he's pretty weird about it, mm-hmm. where he's like, "No, uh-uh, no, no, no." And you're like, "Really? He must be afraid of weddings." So,
1: yeah. Mr. Monk is afraid of mice as well. Uh we see that in
0: The Captain's Marriage with Devo aka Ricky the Rat. Yes, that is true. We also see that we hear in Mr. Monk and the Astronaut that he actually has 103 phobias. Yes. Right? So we know there's a list already, but here we have a number. Mm-hmm. 103 fears, so that's quite a bit. So I feel like we're just we're just scratching the surface here in season 4. Um he's afraid of public speaking. But a plot hole. <laughs> we've seen a giant plot hole.
1: We've seen all in the series yeah. that he's afraid of public speaking. Only
0: sometimes.
1: (laughs) But in the wedding episode, he is just going ham on talking in front of a giant crowd. Mm. So I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, He's also afraid of glaciers, and he's also afraid of
0: rodeos. Do you remember the glaciers one? No. (laughs) No. the The glaciers one is when he's in Doctor Kroger's office and they're going to oh, work on his aversion therapy. Yes, <laughs> and he says, "Let's start with Let's start with something you're afraid of." And he's like, "Let's start with glaciers." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's good. And then the rodeos is that same scene, right? Is it? Yeah. And remember. he's like, he's like, "No, let's start with rodeos." He's like, "No glaciers. No, I'm terrified of both. Let's just do heights." Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember now. Okay, so we know that he has a Mm superphobia, right? Which is kind of interesting, and I want to kind of see, is this a plot hole? There's a list of his top ten phobias, and Dentist is not even on that list. So, like, is Mm -hmm. that a plot hole? Or does superphobias have its own list that we don't know about?
1: I think it does. Yeah. And, of course, Mr. Monk is not afraid of pirates, because that's just stupid.
0: (laughs) And Mr. Monk goes home again. Yeah. Of course I'm not afraid of pirates. That's just stupid. Because the little kids, they're like, maybe he was afraid of karate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mr. Monk's just kind of like, okay. Yeah. And then the little girl's like, maybe he was afraid of pirates. (laughs) And Monk goes, not
1: afraid of pirates. That's just stupid.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's so good.
1: Okay, so next on how crazy was Monk this season, Monk's eccentricities. So what would be one of his eccentricities? Okay, so we know that he coordinates and charts his fridge. <laughs> yes, right. He might have an eidetic memory where he remembers
0: every day of his life. Yeah, that's kind of another plot hole we've kind of talked about before. We'll we'll give it to him. He remembers some things very vividly, and then there's other things where he can't remember. So, like number uh, issue thirty five of
1: the highlights. Yeah. Yeah,
0: He likes the number 10, which I, I honestly, I can't remember which episode we discover this in, but I've watched the first three seasons and so far he hasn't really mentioned the number 10 very much. And it's a pretty iconic thing for Monk that he does, that is his favorite number. But, yeah, like, for example, the next one Mm -hmm. is he only gets his shirts inspected by number eight. So it's like he doesn't... I guess he just appreciates number eight's work, but maybe number 10 is a hack or something, you know? Yeah. Like... Yeah. But that's just kind of one of those examples where it's like he could like the number 10, but he doesn't use 10.
1: Um, And also, I think this is just like a, a joke, but it's that Mr. Monk brushes 12 times per day and flosses every 90 minutes, which... They say that, but we know that he doesn't do that.
0: He can't do there's that. No there's no way. There's no way. For one, he's not always next to a sink. Exactly. I feel like, not a not 100% sure, but I feel like we are supposed to have seen him, like, you know, at long periods of time where there's no way he could do yeah. these things. I there's don't know. no way. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny, though.
1: Yes. Um, Natalie reads him the daily weather every single night.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is really sweet, for one. But also, I don't know about you, but the reason that I want to know about the weather is so that I know what to wear the next day. Yeah. But Mr. Monk's just going to wear the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's
1: that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, we also see one of his eccentricities being he's obsessed with Tupperware. And he says in, which episode is it? I don't think it's relevant. But he says I think I- it's in the jury. It is the jury. Yeah. He says, You know, Natalie, I don't like to shake hands, but let me tell you, if I met the creator of Tupperware, I would shake his hand. Natalie says, He's probably dead. And Monk replies with, Well, yes, but he's probably well preserved in Tupperware. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's probably perfectly preserved. <laughs> um, we know that Monk can't share a bathroom. Yes, which we've kind of seen this before, but this is the, this is how he gets out of jury duty. Well, he tries to get out of <laughs> yeah. jury duty by telling the judge he can't share a bathroom, and also he can't eat food unless he sees it being prepared. Yes, which is interesting. So
1: yeah, he also, in Mr. Monk stays in bed. He double bags his Kleenexes, and mm. he makes Julie do that as well. That's so cute. Yeah,
0: he also eats his alphabet soup in order, <laughs> which also you know what we didn't mention last time was. That he freaks out because he thinks he's seeing letters in his soup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, it's alphabet soup. Yeah. And he's like, oh, in that case, A, <laughs> B. That was cute.
1: Um, and then Monk has a recycling method, which is way too long for us to list on
0: here. I have no idea how. Oh, but it's not. I will list oh, it right no. now. I have. Candace. Okay, so I have a normal size sheet of paper, right? I have an oversized post-it note that takes the entire recycling method, takes up this entire giant post-it note. Yes. So if you're ready to hear Monk's recycling method, here we go. He separates everything into piles exactly 20 inches high. Then he puts each pile into a green 10-gallon reinforced double-ply trash bag, which he double-tapes shut. Then he puts that bag into another bag, which he wraps with twine four times counterclockwise and ties each end twice. And you know there's more because Natalie got interrupted. Yes. But that's it. The guy's like, "Mm." are you screwing with me? Because it sounds super funny. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we also know that he's very persnickety. He's, yeah, I'm telling
1: the truth. My boss, he's he's very persnickety.
0: (laughs) Uh, What else is one of Monk's eccentricities? Okay, I think this is the last one, is that he is a major lightweight. He gets drunk off of one sip oh, of alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Catch one... me
1: if you
0: can. <laughs> oh, no, he, he's like, catch me if you can. <laughs> that, that tone of voice was more of the, and what if I'm a bad boy?
1: What if I'm a bad boy? Oh, man, that's good. Okay, so next on How Crazy Was Monk the Season? Monk's top crazy moments of this season. Yep. So, what is one of his top crazy moments, Candace?
0: Okay, my top oh my crazy gosh. moment that I chose was one that made me score. I think I think I want to say nine out of ten uh, shoulder moles, mm-hmm. which is the shoulder mole. Mm-hmm. Him drawing the shoulder mole onto the dead victim's shoulder. That is. That's got to be, that has to be crazy. one of the craziest moments. That is crazy. Yes. I can't believe that he did that. Like, I can't believe that he tampered with the evidence and the dead body, like, and that was supposed to be funny. I don't know. That was weird. That was really weird.
1: Another right up there would be whenever he figures out that Trudy's, quote-unquote, alive, mm-hmm. and he's just twitching out, like, times 20,
0: and it's insane and yeah. Oh gosh, that it's was so, so sad. sad. Oh, that was sad. And he just sees her across the you street and then her down. Like, pull, 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 touch, 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 touch. Oh, that yeah. So that one's so sad. All right. That is uh, it for How Crazy Was Monk This Season. Yeah. So we are on to our final segment. Rate this season.
1: Obviously, we cannot rate this season because numbers, but we do have our wrap-up countdown.
0: We do. Okay, so how we did this, basically, is we took all of our scores, right? I couldn't use my 10-point whatevers, but I used, you know, just a regular scale. We averaged that scale, Mm -hmm. and we made an average of what that rating was. Then we put it on our handy big giant marker board over here that we are reading. Yeah, so we just ranked them we ranked whatever that average number is, that's how it went up on the board. So we're gonna go, we're gonna start at number 16, and then we're gonna end up with our number one episode.
1: Okay, so number 16 would be Mr. Monk at the Big Reward. I kind of tanked this with my rating, <laughs> which was a two, because of just how mad, just thinking about this episode. Whenever we were watching the bonus features, mm-hmm. they played clips from Mr. Monk and the Big Reward, because they were talking about the writing process of Mr. Monk and the Big Reward, and it just made me so mad, because you see Gladys in that stinking room where she's just so oblivious. She's like, fine, fine, I'll clean the bottom of the tables. And so <laughs> she and then she finds a diamond, all thanks to Monk. Ugh. So, yeah, I
0: kind of tanked it with a two, but Candace rated it a seven, so... Yeah, I'm not too mad at it being at the bottom, I don't really like treasure hunt type episodes. Like, don't, please don't ask me to watch National Treasure. Like, I'm not into that. Yeah. Um, So, I'm not mad at it being at the bottom. I didn't like the mooching, what's it called? I didn't like the mooching detectives that were after him. Yeah. And we did, like he said, we watched the bonus content. And I did, I got a little mad again when I saw the taxi scene where he wouldn't get into the taxi. And then also, I think it was one of my plot holes, I want to say that, where I asked, so, I don't really understand. These guys were just going to follow Monk around, and then whenever he found the diamond, what were they going to do? Like, just lie and said they found it? But the writer, one of the writers of the show, said that is exactly what was supposed to happen. That as soon as Monk found the diamond, that they were supposed to pounce. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, oh, okay, well, there you go. Don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I'm not mad at that being at the bottom. So, number 15 is actually the other detective. Yes. And
1: we see Marty Eels, who is very annoying. There's not much to say about this besides Marty, his mom, his dumb methods. But, yeah, that's why. Number 15.
0: Thud clank. Thud clank. Thud I, I clank. like that. I think that's funny. Yeah, There's a, there are a lot of Marty scenes that are actually good. Jason Alexander is really good in this. I did like the phone operator thing. I did think it was clever. Uh, not necessarily very smart that the guys were talking about it or very realistic that the yeah. guys were talking about it on the phone. But, yeah. I mean, I liked the, I liked how they came up with it. I thought mm-hmm. that was actually, it was clever. So, yeah. not terrible, not terrible. But it is our number 15. So, number 14 is going to be Mr. Mal goes to the dentist. Yes. So, basically... It's hard to watch
1: that one scene, which really tanks the episode, Yeah, in my opinion.
0: Are you talking about where he gets tortured? Yes. Yeah. That's not It's not good. fun to watch. And, it's, and it really is unfortunate because this is the episode that gives us the Rainy Disher project. Exactly. So it's like... I hate that it's down there, but it's it's almost like one of those things where we're kind of, I want to say, like, how you judge harshly a um, a season premiere or a season finale. Mm-hmm. And it's like, John Favreau, like, that was the role that he got, and that's what you did with it. Yeah. And even the gold that is the Randy Disher project, just the rest of the episode was just so blah. And talk about our biggest plot hole. That they do catch
1: the killer's... Uh, the dentists. So they killed one of the robbers, and we know that there was more than one involved. So that just leaves, like, five other guys Yeah. that are just still out there. Yeah. That's so that's a giant plot huge hole. Huge plot hole. Yeah. yeah. So the A plot wasn't very good, but the B plot, Randy Disher,
0: great. But A plot kind of takes it. Yeah. The next one is going to be the fashion show. Yes. Yep.
1: It's just boring.
0: Yeah, I feel like our biggest critique on this one was that the fashion designer was so, like, ew and pervy and that we should have seen more of the shirt lady and her family. Number eight. Yes, Inspector number eight, exactly. So we should have seen more of her and maybe her son and Mm -hmm. a lot less of the pervy guy. Like, there was not really... And and maybe, like, I feel like something that should have been, again, judging it because when it says, Mr. Monk in the fashion show... You think like, oh, fashion shows are really fun, mm-hmm. but like we didn't get to see Julie walk for like very long, and she gets interrupted. Like I feel like maybe if there was like a couple of fashion shows, or something, how maybe like Mr. Monk got in on the fashion show or yeah. something. You know, like I feel like there was some more comedic gold that they missed mm-hmm. with with this one. Yeah. So,
1: um, number twelve is Mr. Monk and Little Monk, which is, of course, whenever he's kind of reliving his childhood. But the reason why is it so low, just because who rated it the lowest? So you actually rated this a six, and I rated it a five. So I guess we both had this feeling of just
0: meh. Yeah, and I feel like after discussing how bad Sherry was, you were, like, not rooting for Monk to go out with her at all. Yeah. You know, like, it was, like, yeah. one of those things where you're, like, oh, it was sad because Monk didn't get to go out with her. And then when you started dissecting how not good she was, mm-hmm. you were just, like, yeah, actually, that's probably why it wasn't a good episode. Because yeah. you're, like, the person that the episode's supposed to be about, like, oh, we're helping so-and-so help at what happened to her painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we don't like her, so we don't care what happens to her. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's, I think that's where we were coming from, that one.
1: So... Number 11 would Ooh. be, <laughs> you really like this episode. Oh, I did not at all, because it's very sad. Mr. Monk goes to the office. I personally didn't like it, because it was really sad. Candace kind of had a more open mind and was more, like, focused on the good parts. But I was like, it's it, it ends in a sad ending. So I didn't really like that.
0: Yeah, I feel like, and I do understand what you're saying, because, like, you don't want to see Monk sad. But, I mean... I feel like this is one of the happiest that times we see him whenever Natalie's looking at him from across the way and he has such a huge smile on his face. He's laughing with everybody. Mm-hmm. He's eating his invisible nachos. Oh. He does what he can to fit in, and he does. And again, I feel like the thing that was his downfall was the fact that bowling shoes and... That could have been easily prevented. So it's like I, I I feel like I kind of like look over that. Yeah, the people that were supposed to be his friends, they were mean to him, essentially, mm-hmm. for something that wasn't really that big of a deal. Yeah. But that doesn't have anything to do with how happy Monk was. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's like, do you want Monk to be friends with people who are going to be like that? Not really. So it's like, it's a kind of okay that he's not friends with those people anymore. But he was really, really happy and felt like he could fit in. At some point, so I, I like it. Yeah. The next one is going to be number 10, mm-hmm. Mr. Monk Bumps His Head. And what would you think about this one? Well, Mr. Monk Bumps His Head is really funny. It's a really funny episode,
1: yeah. <laughs> but it kind of lacks in plot really making, not making sense. Like, I feel like they could have found Monk a little quicker.
0: Well, but I, th- that's funny because I have like the opposite reaction is that, Cora was like, oh my gosh, so much. But I feel like they definitely should have pressed charges against her. And that she is the reason that they didn't find him quickly because she lied about who he was. If everybody else, if he was just wandering around saying, I don't know who I am or where I'm from, they would have been actively looking Mm -hmm. for his family or whatever. Mm -hmm. But since Cora lies about it, they don't. So She um, didn't really
1: harm him.
0: But yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, but the, but that's the thing too is that that's why she that's why they didn't press charges because she's just I mean if you really think about it she's lonely like Monk is yeah she's just on the like Monk's on the crazier side mm-hmm. but she's more on the kooky side where it's like. She doesn't have any boundaries. and yeah. <laughs> she would She's willing to lie to get a husband and yeah. not do it the normal way. But, yeah. you know, she's lonely like Monk. So, you know, he could have maybe related to that in some type of way. Mm-hmm. But Lori Metcalf is great. Hilarious. Yeah. Really funny. Great physical comedy. Mm-hmm. Great, uh, you know, oh, Jerry, get on the roof and shut up. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: so yeah. yeah. So, number 10, Mr. Monk Bumps has said, but number 9 is Mr. Monk and the Astronaut. Yeah. So this one I can for sure say is bland. Oh, come on. I I know for a (laughs) fact. There's, besides the Monk High being, Uh, that we talked about earlier, being him in the standoff with the airplane. Yeah. That's it. And this is the first time that we really critiqued that that guy for just being so obviously just, Mm -hmm. you can't prove anything. Mm-hmm. you
0: can't yeah yeah he is pretty he's pretty tooly It's, yeah. yeah yeah um but i did i rated this episode an 8.25 I stand by it and Noah rated I, a five so yeah. that's that's how it ended up in the number nine spot but i mean i think i think I'm okay with it i feel like going up from here uh we're about to hit our top eight so i feel like we are i feel like that's okay that it's in the bottom. And we're gonna keep going up, and I feel I'm looking at this list right here. I'm feeling good about it. So. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. So number eight is Mr. Monk goes to a wedding, mm-hmm. Natalie's family's wedding, yeah. and it's really because this is Natalie's first full season. This is really a lot of Natalie action. Yeah. Natalie's scheme. This is our first Natalie scheme in this season, right? It's great, and we learn a lot about Natalie and Natalie. And The Davenport's. The Davenports. The Davenport Estate. Yes, the Davenport state. And we also see her get in a little bit of Sharona
0: vibes whenever she steps with her heel on that girl's yeah. throat. Uh-huh. Okay, I don't want to say something that's lacking, but the rattly action. Sure. I wish we would have seen more of that, sure. but it was very cute that Randy wanted to go with her on this date. Mm-hmm. And that... Whenever he meets the Davenports, he's trying to make a good impression, but he can't. And he's like, what time is it? What time is it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was funny. Uh, So we get a lot of good Randy action when he comes flying in on the cart. And uh, what else? He gets hit by the car. That sucks. But he's he's still. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And then, oh, Mr. Monk's Toast. Mr. Monk's toast when he's not afraid of public speaking, remember? Oh, yes, yes, And he gets yes, on there, yes, and he's like, yes. and I like Julie to come up here on the stage, <laughs> and she's going to read a poem, and she's like, do you think at your age this is right? <laughs> it's so funny. And he's like, yeah, it gets me every time. <laughs> do you think at your age this is right? It's so beautiful. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like that one. A really good episode. Next is going to be our number seven episode, which is Mr. Monk Stays in Bed, which we just watched. Really good episode. Love Super Monk. Love all of the little things that Monk does when he's sick. He's got the humidifier, the dehumidifier, Mm -hmm. the Kleenexes, the Ziploc bags, all the stuff. Mm -hmm. And we also get to see Detective Natalie Mm -hmm. going on her adventure on her own and solving the case by herself. Mm -hmm. Snowflake is black.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a really good episode. It's really funny. As we said before, Super Monk. And, yeah. So, number six pick is The Captain's Marriage. Uh, It's a sad episode.
0: Was this our first episode? Our first episode was Mr. and Mrs. Monk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, this is a really good one because at the beginning when Agent Sharky is baiting Captain Stottlemyre like, Oh, where's your wife on Tuesday nights? Oh, at least Mm -hmm. I take care of Karen and you don't. All this stuff that's Mm -hmm. like building up to this uh-huh. Sock him in the face. Yeah. So good. Like, you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Oh, yeah. Like, that's one of the best parts. Yeah, it's so good. And then you don't know whether to believe Karen or not. You really didn't know whether to believe Karen because you'd never seen her before. Yeah. So that was fun. Mr. Monk and Natalie follow Karen. So then you're like, yeah, yeah. where is she going? Who is she meeting with? She does meet with a man. So you don't know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And then Captain Sottlemyre goes to anger management. He -hmm. gets the stress yo-yo. Mm-hmm. He breaks the stress stress yo-yo on Officer Sharky. Mm Mm-hmm. He messes up the lineup. Randy, number four, please stop kicking number seven. (laughs) Oh, and no, and the Agent Sharky, Officer Sharky, when he goes to Karen and is like, starts professing his love to her. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh my gosh, this guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And then at the end, she serves him with the papers.
1: Yeah. It's
0: a great episode. Yeah.
1: Um, Number five. This is top five. We're in top five now. We are in top five. Mr. Monk and Mrs. Monk with fake Trudy, fake wife. We see depressed Monk and sad to watch. It's our first episode.
0: It was our very first episode, yeah.
1: The comedy in this episode, well, we have one particular scene, which is really good, where Captain Sotomayor is talking to Monk and he's like, you know what, Monk, I really appreciate you and I'm so glad that you're on the force, and you're so cool. And he's he's just giving him a ton of praise, right? He's you're the man. Right And so Monk had left at like the words monk, right? He was like, you're the best, Monk. And then boom, Monk leaves. And Randy comes up, doesn't hear anything about Monk, and he thinks Stottlemyre's talking to him. So Stottlemyre thinks he's talking to Monk, and Randy thinks Stottlemyre's talking to him. And it's really funny. And so Randy, the whole episode, is like, no, you're the
0: man, Captain Stottlemyre. He says, I love you. (laughs) He says, I love you. He's like, then Captain notices... That's Randy, and he's like, I love you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, it's so good. That's such a good episode. And then Randy messes up the whole thing. He's like, oh, well, I just figured you'd want me to because, you know, I'm the man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's like, I was talking to Monk (laughs) for crying out loud. That's really funny. So
1: uh, ranking number four is Mr. Monk gets struck, which is so, 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 so funny. Like, that's the only reason I rated it that high. Not the only reason. I rated that a nine. So that episode is so funny and you just made me laugh so much last episode. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, we see, of course, Drunk
1: Monk. Mm-hmm. We see
0: him. Kepi.
1: Kepi Sot Sodommeyer. Show your vet. Show. <laughs> Show it.
0: <laughs> look at him. Look at all these criminals. Just look at him. <laughs> That's so good. Just two guys. Sitting in a revolving restaurant <laughs> You look like a moose <laughs> Oh, and, oh, you know what we did talk oh about goodness. Was, um, you know, sometimes I turn on the TV at night <laughs> And I just mute it And I just pretend they're all my friends And they're talking to me <laughs> Hi, Adrian. How are you? Oh my gosh, That's that was so, so funny. sad. So funny. And then we also have. I, this episode is really good. We have the foot wine. The foot wine. You can taste the toes and in between the toes. Yeah. We have the sea swirl, sniff, Split, sip, spit, spit, spit. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's freaking out the whole time. We got the hanging plant. The hanging plant. And then the actual crime is actually really good. Yeah, it the, is. A good... The the brothers, who's not really the brother, the pop and the soda, he was bilingual mm-hmm. and all this. Like I that's I thought it was pretty clever. And then Natalie's the one that, that actually ends up summing it all up mm-hmm. with monk can't do a summation. She's like, man, this tastes like it's gross. And Stallemar's like, that's aqua velva. And she's like, ew, aqua velva. Yeah. Yeah. That's her. I, it all ties together really well. Oh, and then Trudy and Monk's little dinner. Oh, yeah. Of course. That's awesome. So sweet. So sweet. <sighs> yeah. Great. Fantastic episode. Fantastic. So, episode. would you like to do number three on the top three, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, let's do a little countdown. Toby? <laughs> Mr. Monk and the Secret Santa. All right. All right. So, it's a
1: really great episode, and it builds up a lot, a lot, a lot of suspense with the wine bottle. Mm-hmm. You're dreading that moment whenever they open, or someone eventually drinks that yeah. wine. So, yeah. It's a really great episode. Yeah. Great story.
0: Yeah. And like you said before, the Alice Westergrin. Yes. She, you know, or AKA Allison Wintergreen. <laughs> um she's in the episode for quite a while and she has very big parts but they don't let you in on that she's the guy you Mm know like I feel like that's a really whereas we don't we don't get that a lot where we actually get to see the person a lot and then don't know who it is it's not a it's not a
1: you're a flinter you uh can't prove anything and it's not also a where the guy was just sitting in the very background the whole time yeah and you've
0: never never seen it before something crazy um, also, we have one of Randy's first little ditties, right? Captain Sotomayor is oh, yes. is has his guitar, and they're singing, um, "Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is a night of the I think so. day's birth." He's like, "Oh, night!" <laughs> it's so funny,
1: divine, divine.
0: Oh, oh, my, I, I, oh night, oh night, divine. divine. So it was nice. Yeah. Randy hits that harmony. It <laughs> just sails. All right.
1: Obviously, we have our number two episode, which is we don't really have to do the drum roll, but. Do our runner up. Runner up. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Monk gets jury duty. duty. Okay. I really like this episode. It's probably your fave, huh? Uh huh. Yeah. The murder is great. It is uh, really fun to watch. It's high suspense. It's it's for all the marbles, kind of, because the whole police department's like, okay, we got this guy, we can't let him leave. Mm-hmm. The, like, the B-plot being the escaped guy really ties in. I love when they do that in the show, where they tie the A-plot and the B-plot, like, super well yeah. with a little bow and a cherry on top. It's a great episode and a great example of them doing that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, definitely. It gets you right from the start when they get Escobar Mm -hmm. and Randy and the captain get Mm -hmm. their awesome chase scene, which is really good. And then you have that sense of like, something's probably going to go wrong, but it's not going to be the captain's fault. Yeah. (laughs) But you're like, you know, well, not when I was in charge. Mm -hmm. Like you have that cool part. And then also, like you said, it ties those storylines together. Great. But just everything about Monk being on the jury, him trying to get out of the jury. Then he's on the jury. Nobody believes him, and then he convinces them. Yeah. And um, yeah, Mr. Monk thinks he's being drafted. One of my favorite scenes. I brought Cobb salad. <laughs> <laughs> you want you want hot toddy and mustard? <laughs> There's a body in the dumpster. <laughs> I just have the Cobb salad. No <laughs> ID. No idea. No idea. No
1: No ID. No idea? No ID, Mr. Monk. No ID. No idea. idea. Just check his identification, Natalie. (laughs) Mr. Monk, no ID. No ID. Oh, no idea.
0: (laughs) We have, uh, he threatened to scratch his nose. (laughs) He he said he was going to scratch his nose. Okay. <laughs> made it sound like a threat. We say that a lot. I know. We've, we've said that like 50 times since then. <laughs> See, that's that's how a monk quote turns into classic monk. Yeah. You, you forget where it's from because you just say it so much. You're like, you made it sound like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, Benihana's. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. Gotta meet up at Benihana's one year from now. <laughs> gotta do it. So... Yeah. Okay, so we'll do the number one episode right now, which is...
1: (laughs) Mr. Monk (laughs) Goes Home Again. (laughs) So basically, there's so much to say about this episode. John Turturro has an amazing performance, and it's hilarious, and the murder and crime is very thought out, very planned, and great writing.
0: I love it. I love the whole putting the candy bars into circulation with the Mm -hmm. Neptune bars. I love his weather patterns of -hmm. his candy. And then he has one bar left over. Like, what a great detail to say, I had one bar left over from last year, and it happens to be a Neptune bar, and he happens to eat it. Like, yeah, it fits together a little too perfectly, but it's like, it's perfect. It's perfect where it's not in your face. Mm And then, again, with the sad scenes of the dad and then the brother dying in the van almost. And yeah. um, we've got, you know, the cardiologist. I wrote the manual mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm a cardiologist. Uh, we've got Cross at the Green, Not in Between. <laughs> we've got, oh, I the guess. The dead pigeon. The dead pigeon. hmm Yeah. Uh, we've got, I guess everybody has their quirks. <laughs> like, I guess what they do. <laughs> Mm hmm. And uh, Natalie and Ambrose's maybe. Aww. So sweet. Such so a good episode. Yeah. That was a that's a really, really great episode. Oh, you know what? We didn't mention this with the pirate thing. They ask all the kids that are at the park like he's like, oh, I think this little kid with that little fro and he's dressed as a hippie. And he's like, oh, I think I saw him go over there. And he's like, mm-hmm, are you sure you saw oh, that? Yeah. Are you sure you weren't hallucinating? <laughs> and then he's like, Mr. Monk, he's not a real hippie. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. That is um, so funny. Oh, so is that it? But Yeah, I think so. Mr. So, Monk Goes Home Again, number one episode. That's it for Rate the Season. It is. And that's it for season It's four. pretty strong. I feel like it's pretty strong. Mr. and Mrs. Monk, Mr. Monk yeah. Who's Drunk, Secret Santa, the jury goes home again. Like, if, I mean, if you need you know an episode um like it's it's actually kind of funny cuz like i'm trying to catch up noah on some of the older seasons right now and i go back to look at my rankings for my other seasons mm-hmm. 1 2 and 3 and i look at my my highest ones and i'm like okay watch this one okay watch this one okay watch this one mm-hmm. and and he's really impressed <laughs> because i yeah. show him all of the highest rated episodes so it's good yeah it's good so that's it for season 4 really um do you have any final thoughts as like a whole like I mean I know we kind of said we had a very strong top I'd say oh, man top seven pretty strong yeah. yeah yeah number eight's pretty good as well yeah so I get excited once it starts with stays in bed I'm like oh yeah here we go here we go yeah so so, so just to recap for everyone
1: number sixteen is the big reward number fifteen is the other detective number fourteen. is is Mr. Monk and the Dentist. Number 13 is The Fashion Show. Number 12 is Little Monk. Number 11 is The Office. Number 10 is Mr. Monk Bumps His Head. Number nine is Mr. Monk and the Astronaut. Number eight is The Wedding. Number seven is Mr. Monk Stays in Bed. Number six is The Captain's Wife. Number five, Mrs. Monk. Number four, Mr. Monk Gets Drunk, number three, Mr. Monk and the Secret Santa, number two, Mr. Monk Gets Jury Duty, and number one,
0: Mr. Monk Goes Home Again. Great season. Great season. Uh, Comparative to the other seasons, in my opinion, again, trying to catch Noah up on them, uh, pretty solid. Uh, Yeah, I would say... Having Ambrose on again helps a lot. The Jury Duty is a really strong episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Secret Santa is, I don't think we, I think this, I want to say this is our first Christmas episode. So Christmas, Uh, the Christmas specials on Monk are all really good, I think. So I like that we have that in this season. Um, we did learn, you know, a lot about uh, him and Natalie more. Because, mm-hmm. again, this is her first full season. Yeah. So we started to see her settle into her own, which makes it also really good. I think it was I think it was great, and I'm excited for season five. I am so day excited. We're going to pull out all the stops,
1: too. We're just, like, ready for it. I'm just waiting for us to be able to take notes on season five. Because I'm, keep in mind, everyone, I've never seen Monk. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting to watch it. I'm so excited. I am excited. And thank you for everyone who has supported, supported us, Supported us, really. Yeah.
0: Uh, Scratchy gal. Yep. Our number yep. one fan. Thank you. So, yeah. And, yeah, she also, she was our winner of our uh, mystery box. Yeah. Mystery Monk box. Our mystery monk box. That's what yeah. we're going to call it. She came up with the name, too, Adventure so that's monk. awesome. Our Mystery Monk box, she was the winner of that. It had lots of goodies. It had some notes from the show, like some of our original show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a copy for myself, but I sent in the originals. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. We gave a signed disc from Monk season four. Yep. And we put some junk in, of course, so some that you jugs, can.
1: Junk, our favorite snacks, mm-hmm. and also some Gladys sticky notes, the kissing for. We have a bunch of the what you would rate how crazy Monk is. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
0: so it's a lot of goodies. It's a mystery. It's a the next yeah. one will be a mystery to you all. So make sure that you go to yeah. Instagram. Uh, that's where we're most active. Go to Instagram, at Junk Podcast. Uh, also leave us a voicemail because, you know, we're cool like that. Yay. But yeah, enter the giveaway. So all you got to do is like the pictures and all this good stuff. Please, so uh, uh, you no. will be interested to that. And um, let's see what else. Yeah, we're going to pull out all the stops for season five, guys. So don't don't be like, oh, it's just an No. Mm-hmm. Come back for season five. It's going to even be better please, than this please, finale. It's gonna we're going to have a new so episode. Good. We're going to pull out all the stops. And we're even... We've got, you know, t-shirts we're going to be coming out with soon. Mm-hmm. We're in the works. We just, you know, got off a of FaceTime where we were actually designing the shirts. Mm-hmm. And so we are really excited. We hope you're yeah. excited, too.
1: And I'd like to mention, me and Candace spent a lot of time on our custom clue board game. Because we noticed... A bunch of shows have a clue, but Monk does not have a clue board game. So we made our own clue yes. that you can see on our Instagram live yeah. that we had. Yeah. So you can and, look at that. Yeah, or Facebook. If
0: you have Facebook, or it's Facebook. on there too. Yeah. So yeah, check us out. Check um, us out. Other than that, yeah, our clue game was really fun. We played. So I did win once and mine was it was Captain Sottlemyre with a rope in Adrian's Adrian's apartment. apartment. Yeah, yeah. So it was. It was a lot of fun. It was so So much fun. fun.
1: They're all like customized. The places we have the Davenport estate, we have Adrian's apartment, Sharona's kitchen, Doctor Croker's office, Doctor Croker's office, and then we also have all the players
0: and all the cards and all the cards.
1: It's so good. It's so fun. It's so much
0: fun. So thank you guys again. Thank you so much. We will see you next time. It'll be season five. I'll see you in season five, you guys. Until next time Bye The Junk Punk Podcast Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Bunk Podcast We'd love to hear from you So please give us a 5 star review Wherever you listen to podcasts Also follow us at Junk Podcast On Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube
1: If you want to know more about Candice She's at Hardens and Hardhats On Instagram And if you want to know more about me, Noah L Too bad Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-36-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show some love.
0: Don't forget to catch up on monk with Amazon prime video. And of course subscribe to our show.
1: You'll thank me later.